Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? How you doing? It is me, Manny. See, um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's let's get into that Christmas spirit. You, you hear these bells? <clears throat> ho ho ho! Oh baby, well, did I did I do it right? Ho ho ho! How about that? I don't know. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy uh, the podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. Uh, we're going to have uh, the, the last couple episodes are going to be a little different, a little shorter, a little more conversational. And we're just going to get to know some of the Hardcore Casual stream team members. So we have a convo here with myself, TIE Fighter, and Chronic Crusader. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. I hope you I hope you enjoy it. I'll catch you later. You play bass, right? Do you play um, do you play like front guitar, too? I do play a little bit of guitar. Uh, I just always felt like I had more freedom with bass, and uh, I really just don't like using a pick. And okay. it's kind of a requirement okay, doing metal that. guitar. Because I mean, this is one of those things where I could I could be like, okay, from a from a content creation perspective, how sick would it be if you recorded each one of those tracks? Right, you re record the bass, you record the uh, you record the front. Maybe you got to grab someone to do drums. I don't know how good you are at drums, but then you could just freaking rage on the vocals and just go big and just start doing you know for you know let it go let it go right it would just be so sick. Actually, like, oh, i actually know a couple of really good ones that are awesome i think that, that'd be hilarious i mean i mean and from a mixer like standpoint that's that would be so fresh no one does that yeah there's I, one there's I one agree. female streamer who does like acoustic guitar and everyone's all about that but there's like, a drummer that does it too uh brilliant oh, really? Oh That's yeah, sick. yeah, dude, yeah, hit yeah, him yeah. up. Him Be out. like, bro, do my metal Mulan cover right now. And there's a guy I actually recently discovered. Um, he's not a partner or anything like that. He's a British guy. He does a whole lot of uh, synth uh, streams. Like he just plays his keyboards and shit. Oh, oh really? Cool. There used to be. Yogomi does instruments, and he also is is a vinyl DJ. Uh, That's uh, pretty if dope. You, if you wanted me to connect you to those guys as well. Yeah, the more connections I can do, the better. You got it, man. Oh, cool. Is there like a is there like a a team or something for like mixer musicians or something? If not, there should be. Uh, I know there's a there's an artistic team, uh, right. and they may consider musicians as well. I think I know there's an artistic stream. I don't know if they like put allow or or consider music to be art. As weird as a philosophical that question is, like I know music is art, but like do they consider it artistic to be as a part of their artistic team? I don't know. Well, I um, could I could get it, but you know, like the uh like a physical art as opposed to, you know. Right, right, right. I would expect the answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, I, well, and and, and if, probably, if not there should be. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can, uh, if, if that's something, I, if you guys need me to poke around, that's something I could ask in the partner Discord and I'd get five answers for. All right. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I'd like yeah, to, I, I, I'd like to, to see what, what is the premier music uh, uh, team so I can go ahead and take a, take a peek at some of these guys. Cause I know brilliant buffoons and I know like so, some of the other people that you're talking about, but it would be cool to, to highlight music. But yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. uh that's one of the cool parts uh, about Twitch is you can filter for music, right? You know, they have those tags now. It's super nice. Yeah, mixer mixer will get there. We're still still uh still a young. Oh man, I, I I don't like comparing the two at all because you really can't. It's it's, it's comparing a five year old to a twenty one year old. Right, right. It's just right, like, right. well, the twenty year old's better because he can drink, and it's like, well, of course he can drink. He's twenty one years old. But like that doesn't mean like the five year old won't grow up and be an even better twenty one year old person than the twenty one year old. Yeah, 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 right? exactly. So we just give it time, and I mean, like for for what it is, I'm I'm still very impressed by how close Mixer is to Twitch, especially in stream quality, in in quality viewing experience, in interactive experiences, especially especially with the rollout of the season two changes. Um, oh, and it's yeah. even it's even setting some trends in design and UI and, and, and UX that Twitch is absorbing into its own uh, after Mixer implements them. So like in some ways it's ahead of the curve. Uh, in a lot of ways it's it's a step up in quality. Uh, the difference is just where the audience is and, and because Twitch was first to market thanks exactly. to Justin TV. So yeah. yeah. So I mean I like yeah I 100% have people that I follow on Mixer and at the exact same time I probably have the a follow list. That is exactly the same on Twitch of people that I check in on 
pretty much every day uh, because it's you know it's still a good experience and it's still a good platform uh, either way. I never so. I never got into Twitch though. Like the idea of of streaming before I started streaming was freak was just weird. You know, uh, I 100% agree with you. And uh, I didn't start watching streams until I started streaming. I didn't get I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. I was right. like why exactly. I didn't understand. I would rather play a game. Why would I watch someone play a game? It just felt it just I couldn't wrap my mind around that, you know. But then I'm playing and I'm like, you know what? Let me hit this for go live button, you know. And then I did happens. that, and I start, you know, actually watching some of these streamers. And I'm like, oh wait a minute, some of these guys are pretty chill, you know. <laughs> you know, then that's mm-hmm. that's what it's about. It's like about you know, finding people and, and interacting with them. And, and it is a good way to check out a game you're interested in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I had questions. a ton of people come in to stream today. I mean, like, hey, what's this? What's below? Like, oh, yeah, is it worth yeah, getting? yeah, yeah, yeah. You were playing below. What do you think about it? Uh, Man, it's, it's beautiful. It's really interesting to play. There's a lot of layers and a lot of secrets and a lot of things to be found. Uh, I almost punched the screen like four times from death. <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> it's dude from from moment one. It is permadeath. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. The only thing that carries over is that the stuff that you had with you, some of it stays with your dead body, and you can go recover it. So the oh, idea is that you're an explorer in this cave, and if you die, which is very easy with these special spike traps that they got anywhere. I mean, it is. It is one and done with the spike traps and as soon as that happens uh you're dead and so you gotta you know, now you're a new explorer you're a new person you are not a respawn you're a new person you gotta go and explore the cave again because now it's a little different than it was before and you gotta go find your body because your body has the you know the quote-unquote the lantern on it and the lantern is like the real magical piece of this whole puzzle and it allows you to gain access to the secret areas and stuff so hmm uh, but it was a good experience. I did not expect to throw four hours at it tonight. Uh, and I could have spent another four after I was done with the first four. Well, that's a good sign. You know, if it's, it was good. If it's uh, challenging and even frustrating, but still makes you want to hack, you know, keep hacking away at it, that, that's a good sign. That was like watching you was... play that one game, dude. That uh, was it where the guy's dying of cancer. Oh, bro, in between. Yeah, in between. Watching you play the last part of that and me looking it up for you because you just couldn't do it. I could, and it was so easy at the end. Yeah, after was you it, saw what it was, <laughs> you were you felt stupid. Yeah, yeah. Was that the one that you can, like, flip upside down? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. loved that game. It was, some of it was a little, uh, a little unforgiving. However. Really? It, like, it was it was a it was a beautiful game, you know, like they they tackled topics, you know, like you don't I've never seen a game tackle trying to cope with the emotional ramifications of death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's rough, like, dude. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, my buddy like, actually just lost his fiance to cancer uh, like last week. It's Yikes. Yeah. I mean, and and uh, looking at at the game, what they did, they did a wonderful job of of turning these emotions into in game mechanics. You know what I'm saying? And it's I, I mean it's 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 really almost brilliant, like how they were able to to do it. Like they said, okay, depression feels like this. And they they said the the guy's talking in his monologue of what he feels like, uh, and then you can see the transition of what what he feels, and then it just puts it into video game lingo, and now you're playing through that, you know. And, and so I was like, man, that was so so, so such a well done game, <laughs> you know. So I I highly recommend it. In between platformer a little a, a, it's a little difficult but beautiful beautiful game 
Uh, mm. It's pretty cool the uh, the stories that they can tell when they have a little bit of room to breathe, like they do in games, uh, and how they can really play with your experience and play with with what uh, is in front of you and how you're uh, engaging with the content to tell the story. Right. 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 Um, so an example of this, and I always kind of call back to this, uh, I have multiple times, is the small indie game called uh, Among the Sleep. And it was, uh, it was a game that uh, my wife, we call her Wife Fighter, and I played together over the summer when we were doing uh, Freaky Fridays. And I looked online, you know, what are the best scary games to play for Xbox? Or what are the best scary games to play? Blah, blah. And this game popped up on a few lists, even though it didn't seem like it was going to be that scary because you play as a toddler. You're a very, very young boy. Uh, and throughout the game, you are uh, making your way through what this kid sees as his own world, but really it's his, it's his imagination overlaying onto what's what the real world is. But you're seeing you're seeing his imagination. So whether he's walking through the house or through the kitchen or wherever, you're seeing it as a dark forest or as a creepy clown house or or whatever. And every step of the way through this, you're being haunted and chased by this dark specter of an enemy. And every time he gets close, you hear that music get a little bit louder and the buzz get a little bit harder. And it was really unsettling. Um, and without going too deep into the story, because I know everyone's going to want to jump on this game later now that I'm talking about <laughs> it. Uh, uh, what ends up being the true resolution of the story was probably one of the hardest hitting pieces of entertainment I've ever watched. It was really, really, uh, wow. It was very interesting and pretty, pretty heavy. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. one. I I actually have, and it's it's on the list of things I really want to play. I I was able to pick. Oh, it up dude, for you Steam. can you can beat it in like two and a half, three hours. So you can oh, do damn, it really? Day. Oh, all right, all yeah, right. yeah, I'd recommend it. Um. So yeah, we are here. If you haven't already known, uh, with uh, Tie Fighter and Chronic Crusader. How you doing, Chronic? I'm doing great, man. You know, long work week, but I'm all ready for the holiday starting next weekend, and I uh, can't wait. How about you? Are you, oh, are you getting the whole week off, or, or are you just no, no, mentally no. preparing? Mentally preparing. Ment- <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, I'm not that lucky. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yesterday was uh, was uh, my birthday, which was cool. Yeah, so what's happy know? birthday, man? Yeah, thank you. Uh, and you. that's why... That's why we're not doing a regular uh, podcast where, because uh, I'm not going to be around. I'm not going to be around for our normal Saturday recording. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know what? We we recorded this actually a while ago, uh, and I accidentally deleted uh, Chronic's uh, <laughs> our, our our long conversation that we Yikes, had bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah whoops so chronic thank you so much for for um being so flexible and willing to to come on in or come on back and and have another sit down you know a little convo oh man i'm always um, down to talk with you man you know this. <laughs> i mean that's like, what i do with you. most of your streams and to sit there and talk to you that is well that is true I, i'm i i talk I definitely I feel like I talk more than I game sometimes. You know, I'll I sit there and the pause. Ratio, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 20. It's 80 it's 80% rambling, 20% gameplay. Especially when we were doing uh Actually, it could be any game, but in particular with um Alien versus uh I, I, Alien Isolation. I was about yeah, to say yeah. I was about to say Alien versus Predator. What? what no. You can have a conversation while you're playing Alien. Well, yeah, I had I to pause it. I Dude, was on the pause the screen. Out of me. I was on the pause screen for like oh, okay. 30, 40 oh, minutes taking, at a little, time, bro. You're taking little little breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. See, during those breaks, since you can't see his face, he's actually changing his underwear. <laughs> That's true, right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that game, man. Oh jeez. I loved it. I loved it. Oh. So Chronic, tell me uh what uh what are you playing lately? What 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 is tickling your fancy? Um, I'm, I've been dabbling in a couple different games currently. I uh, 
I've taken a liking to the latest Call of Duty, which I actually didn't really think I would because I really have not liked Call of Duty for quite some time now. But this one has actually caught my interest again, and I really like it. And it's not just the BR mode. I'm actually enjoying the multiplayer again. And the, the zombies is always a really good time. Well, I've always enjoyed the zombies and ever since they added it in World at War. I will say the zombies, I, I, it looks like they did a really good job with with the game. You know, they just focused in on the multiplayer. I'm, you know, still a little, you know, a little begrudging that they took away the main campaign. But some of the zombie stuff, like, actually has a little bit of, of, of uh, story to it, you know. And I would love to yeah. see them get deeper into that. I think that would be a great time. I'm sure it will. I mean, because like you said, there's no focus on a story in this one. The zombies is what kind of what little story you have in this Call of Duty. <clears throat> and it's uh, pretty cool so far. Like they have, I think it's three, uh, maybe four now, zombie maps. And uh, I've played through each one. I've not completed any of them, but I've gotten th quite a bit through the Titanic stage. That's like the one I really want to complete the most. I saw people playing it. It looked, it looked, you know, <laughs> impressive. It, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Um, do they have a roadmap for for future zombie maps? I haven't really paid attention to it. I have not seen anything, but I can only assume that they would. I mean, zombies has always been a big part of that franchise. Word. Well, I, I would hope. Trying so. to think. I'm trying to think when we first saw zombies. Was World that on War. World at War? World at War was the original. There you go. And back then it was just Nazi zombies. That's right. Well, those are the best kind. Yeah, I mean, because you because you, 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 you have two reasons to to shoot them because they're Nazis, yeah. so they're dicks, and then they're zombies, so they're gonna kill you. So it's like right, right, like, like not. I mean, because if they're just zombies, you're like, I kind of feel bad. What if you were a nice person? Okay, but you're a you're a Nazi, so like now I really don't feel bad. So it's like great. Right. <laughs> right. 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 No remorse. If you know, yeah. if, if if the one side doesn't do it for you, then then the other frees That's you right. of all uh, of all moral yeah, then obligations. For, then, if for some godforsaken reason you're a Nazi sympathizer, then you'd be like, well, at the same time, there are zombies trying to they eat They are me, zombies, so like, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The ultimate enemy. <laughs> So uh, yeah, along with uh, Black Ops, I've been playing Red Dead, of course, my usual GTA RP, and I've got into Ark RP as well, where I've recently become King of Storm's End. Uh, it's a Game of Thrones based RP. So you're playing Game of Thrones in Ark? Yes. That's sick. So tell me, tell me about, tell me about this role. Well, I started off um, me and another streamer partner streamer here on mixer my buddy philly master he uh we started playing arc rp like me and him we've watched game of thrones pretty much since the started together sure. so we're both really into the show and he uh told me about this arc rp server and i already put a i put uh 50 days of arc into the xbox version and i always wanted days? to try yeah 50 days worth of time into the xbox version so that's uh that's that's 1500 hours yeah that's yeah. crazy dude <laughs> i was big on arc when during the entire game preview phase i actually sold my ps4 to get a second xbox so i can host my own server no way that yep. is uh that's Bro, pretty hardcore that's sick. <laughs> yeah i was big on arc for a while and let me tell you, you meet some characters doing that. I'm not just talking about squeakers. I'm talking about some characters. How funny. So, okay, so I, I kind of veered off here. Tell me more about, like, your your persona inside this game. All right, well, I started off as just Sir Peter Jameson. I was a knight. Um, I am the eldest of three uh, brothers. Um, our father was a blacksmith and a drunk. I am uh, also a drunk. I uh, apparently when I go into combat, I am usually fairly shot in the ass. <laughs> what? This is just this is just the backstory you have to make to get into the server. You have to make a thousand character backstory for your. Oh my character. gosh! You have to submit these things. Oh yes, 
That's just, I'm just giving you guys the overview. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, keep going. I'm I'm thrilled right now. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pretty much like I didn't want to be a blacksmith, but my father always tried to push me in that direction. But I uh, was out with my brothers one day, and a knight came by and saw me and my brothers fighting and how I was tossing them around, and he wanted to take me on as a squire. And so seeing the opportunity to not be a blacksmith, my character jumps at the opportunity and accepts it and goes away from home for a while to become a knight. That's pretty much where the story, my story starts on in Westeros. Okay, so and, this is, it is Westeros, there just happen to be dinosaurs there. Uh, yes, and, the, uh, and there's a lot of them that are disabled too, like there's nothing bigger than a mammoth on there. Oh, interesting. Okay. So you're yeah. not going to get like yeah. T-Rex out of, it, out of here. No, there's no T-Rex, no Giga, nothing that flies at all. Oh, okay. Well, that that makes it a little more doable. Yeah. Now, I'm not I'm not actually I've never actually gone into Ark before, so I don't know like the nature of the game uh or any of that. Is it is it a survival game? Like do you have to eat and and drink and and you know survive or yeah. is it more just an RPG? Like tell No, me. It, it's a survival game. It's a pretty okay. much a, it's a survival sandbox game. Okay. Um, a lot. It's if you've played Seven Days to Die, it's just like that with dinosaurs. Okay. And you can tame the dinosaurs. So, what right now is your current goal within Ark? Like, what what quest are you on? It's not really more so a quest right now. It's literally like you are playing the Game of Thrones right now. This is, um, Era Three Season One. Like this has been going on for years. Okay. So. I think this thing started back in 2014, I want to say, this specific uh, RP server. And they go through seasons, and they go through eras in Game of Thrones lore. Like, right now, this is before the Targaryens ever came to Westeros. So Westeros has never seen dragons. So, But sure, when okay. they eventually reach that era, they're going to put wyverns into this. Dude, that's cool. So you're living out Game of Thrones within this world. Yes. Oh, that's so cool, dude. And recently, the king of Storm's End, which is where the Baratheons are from, uh, they he doesn't want to play. He didn't want to play on the server anymore. So we RP'd it out that being his most trusted knight, at, the, at this point in time, I'm a knight already, and I'm being his most trusted knight, he couldn't, and since he never bore any children, he wanted to hand the kingdom over to me. Oh, shoot. So right now, I am no longer Sir Peter Jameson, but King Peter Jameson. Of uh, Storm's End. So well, congratulations, my man. Well, yeah, yeah con thank you, thank congratulations. You. <laughs> um, how beholden are you to the actual story? You know what I'm saying? To well, considering that this is all just Game of Thrones lore at this point, there's no actual like books written about this era of Game of Thrones. This is okay. so. This is all our interpretation of what it would be, more or less, but. It's still a video game at the same time. Of course, of course. Like there's still a wall, and there, like there's a modded in wall, and there's wildlings north of the wall, and there's a castle black, and there's other mods in here that give you more of a you can build castles and keeps and stuff like that to pretty much more emulate the experience more. That's wild. Is the uh, is the northern part of the map snowy? Does Ark do snowy climates? Yep. Oh yeah, and that that is actually a factor in the survival base too. You know, okay. cold and warm because there's volcanoes too. Got so, it. and there's you know in the south it gets hot because there's beaches at the south. Okay, so as a part of the server, you had to you had to submit an application. Someone had to review it, which means someone is you know generally moderating what's happening here and and determining uh, what's left and what's right. Like, are they? Like, do you have specific commitments to this thing? Like, are they checking in on you? Are they, are you time stamping your time in there? Like, how does it work as far as people providing a particular amount of support to this particular uh, uh, role play? Well, um, if you're familiar with role play at all, like, there are certain things that will come into play as fail RP. And usually that will result in a warning from most RP servers that you'll play in. Okay. Um, me being a knight, I'm not allowed to build anything um, above what they count as beginning structures or beginning items. But like Philly Master, like I had mentioned earlier, he's a hunter and a stonesmith or a mason. So him being a mason means he's allowed to craft stone uh, structures. Okay. Uh, whereas I wouldn't be able to. And whereas uh, another buddy of mine, Professor... 
uh, he is a blacksmith and a cook. Now, I can make myself, like, cooked meat. I can roast the meat over a fire, but I can't make, like, elaborate dishes that he can. And as far as making armor and weapons, I can't do that as to where he can. Okay. All right. So you're very... But, like, okay, so now... But you can fight way better than they can fight. Yes. Like, um, the way that you would roll out your stats, like, they have it so that you pretty much instantly almost level up to 100 within like your first half hour on the server. So you can pretty much spec yourself out the way that your character is meant to be played out. Okay. Like since the blacksmith character isn't really meant to be in combat at all, he's only allowed to really attack when he is being attacked. So he's only allowed to defend himself. Okay. And so he wouldn't really spec himself out to have a lot of health or stamina really, because he is not required for that. His job is pretty much just to gather metal, forge metal objects, mm -hmm. or make siege equipment like he can, and just make food. Like that's his thing. So he would want a lot of weight. He would want a a lot of melee damage so that he can break apart the rocks quicker. Uh, movement speed probably so that he can transport stuff faster. It's all this about like how gets, you would get so well. deep, dude. That's wild. Yeah, and since I'm yeah. a knight, I would most of my stats go into my health and melee damage. All okay, right. so what are you? Are you fighting mostly against other people or mostly against the environment? I'm you. I mean, you're killing more of the environment than anything. But there, okay. right now, actually, tomorrow, um, there's a war that's happening. Oh, sick. Yeah, it's the Iron Isles, uh, which is uh, the Ironborn and sure. Casterly versus uh, Winterfell, uh, the Vale, and Storm's End, which is my kingdom. I alliance myself with Winterfell and the, the Vale, so to defend pretty much the other side of the map. Dude, I hope you're ready to put those kids down. I'm ready because <laughs> we found out their battle plan, and it, it sounds really dumb. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How, how did you find... How did you find out their battle plan? Or do you you sent we had a Well, there's a guy that lives in the Vale who is neutral virtually, but he is his allegiance lies to the Vale. Now, but he is friends with a lot of different kingdoms. He's been scouting around Casterly for the, for the past week, so like seeing what they have. And a knight from a different kingdom came over because apparently uh the Prince of Casterly tried to recruit a knight of Highgarden. He's from the Reach, which is uh, where the Tyrells are from, if you are familiar with Game of Thrones. Um, this who tried to pay him to help attack tomorrow. And he pretty much told him the whole battle plan was from just come up from behind them and hop over the wall. They're not, they're not even bringing any teams with them. They're just going to try to climb over the wall and hop in and attack from behind with seven people. Well, uh, well, okay. This sounds, then you've got, uh, this sounds intriguing. You've got your plan all figured <laughs> out. So, I mean, like, does does this take place? This battle does it take place over uh, minutes, over hours, over an entire day? Like, what? How's well, this going down? It's starting off tomorrow night. Okay. How long these last? I am not quite sure. This is my first actual war I'm a part of. Oh, how exciting! Dude, there's that's always so been cool. t there's always like PvP skirmishes with wildlings that get over the wall. But there's not. I've never been a part of actual war before. Are you? Do you have any 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 uh, reference for scope? Like how many people are going to be a, a part of this? Um, it's looking like close to forty. Dude, that's cool. All right, so it's going to be like a big time <laughs> battle. How cool, man! Uh, see, like I didn't know that at all that you that you do that kind of stuff. That's so cool. Now, yeah, can I assume that you're going to stream it? Yeah, I'll be streaming this tomorrow night. Dude, that's sick. Make sure you. Uh, Post it up and let us know. I always do. Unfortunately, by the time people listen to this on the podcast, it, this particular battle will be long past. Uh, well, but you can check out yeah, the keep, VOD. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Those stick around for a while. I'm hoping that uh, I would definitely see if you can content. get some clips of it too, like some cool pieces, or even if you wanted to feel real fancy, make sure you uh, record it locally and then make like a highlight reel out of it or something. Yeah, that'd be really neat. I need to get some video editing software. I don't have any. Oh, dude, you can get it for free. Just go, like, I use DaVinci Resolve. You can download it for free, use it for free. Uh, and it's, it's, it is a top-tier program. It is, it is of equivalent quality, to my understanding, to something like Adobe. So uh, it works great for me and all the videos I edit. 
I'll have to check that out. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, cool. Um, so besides ARC, are you normally focused just on COD right now, or are you doing any other stuff? Well, I still do my GTA RP. I'm chief of police and admin on SCRP. So okay. I do put in my time there as well. How did RP start for you? So like that's that's something even in the most like RP focused games, I've never like really embraced. Like how did it start for you? Honestly, it started with my bud Philly Master. He okay. was really into watching the GTA RP on Twitch and he always wanted to try it. And when we finally got our new streaming setups, um he said, "Hey, I wanted to give this a shot. I want you to do it with me." And at first I didn't really get too hooked into it. But uh, once I started doing the cop RP, I really started getting into it. Like, what about it? Virtually just like how people can get so immersed in this character and pretty much like how they can play off this real badass character but be a real nice dude in real life. How funny. So with GTA, is it the same kind of situation as what you have with Ark where uh, the entire server, the entire group of people that you're playing with in a particular world are also doing the same thing that you're doing? Um, in a sense, yes. Like We're all immersed as our characters, but whereas I'm a cop, there has to be criminals for me to catch. So there's sure. going to be people RPing as criminals. There's people RPing as EMS. There's people RPing as taxi drivers, mechanics. Um, the oh, list man. goes on. I would hate to have to or feel obligated to log on to GTA every day and be a taxi driver. Yeah, well, that's the thing though. Like usually like a taxi driver is just a front for what you're actually doing, which is probably selling drugs. Oh, okay. That makes it more interesting. <laughs> here I here I see just a guy just oh, I'm driving around. Hopefully someone calls me over and I can make some money. Right, right, right. Which that will happen occasionally, but nine times out of ten, you're going to be going to where the weed or coke or whatever drug of your choice you wish to farm in there because they're each worth different amounts of money. So does that uh, does that mean that as a cop, you're constantly following down around taxi drivers? No. <laughs> well, I th- Majority of the time, ninety percent of the population are drug dealers. I think. Yeah. In- yes. <laughs> virtually, virtually, yeah. Just assume everyone's a drug dealer, so we can't bust them for that because that'd be too much work. But to say it to us, virtually everyone's a criminal. That's funny. That's not a cop. That's so funny. This is all so cool, dude. I'm loving this. And here I am playing Destiny where I play a freaking space magic guy shooting, you know, balls of energy beam things at people. You're doing (laughs) like, you're like like on the ground stuff. This is the real deal. (laughs) So I'm sure there's people that RP Destiny as well, man. Oh really? Uh, I'm Actually, doing, you know I'm, what? I'm I, you know what? I did know that. There's a there's a gentleman, uh, Phantom King, on my Discord server that actually wrote like a, I don't want to call it a backstory because it's not, but it was it it would be equivalent to something like uh, like a journal entry from his character. Yeah, I literally really? just typed in Destiny RP into YouTube, and there is millions of videos. Unbelievable. Yeah, so it's like it's like the opening couple paragraphs from a chapter that was focused on this particular character. So that's really cool. And I know I know the guy I raid with all the time, uh, Big Daddy Teej on Mixer. He he has a story for his character, but I've never heard it before. And I mean, I know this story for this character exists, but he doesn't doesn't quite role play it to the degree I think you're talking about. But uh, you know, that's, uh, that's so interesting that people use this as a medium for that sort of self expression. Yeah, that is true. And, and and how anything essentially could be turned into an RP, right? Like, I, I years ago, I did a, a wrestling RP. I was, you told uh, me about that. I really I want told to, you see, about that? to see this. Yeah, you told me I have to see if this. I can dig dig up some of the old stories. Jeez. Uh, oh, what was the guy's I, name you told me it was? My what character was, was name was Titan, and he That's was, right, yeah. he was uh, a midget who had the the biggest legs like like he had the strongest legs in the world you see these legs yeah 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 if you remember in wrestling uh there was a time where hulk hogan was talking about his his guns his pythons 24 inch pythons arms yeah 24 inch it was like the same thing except (laughs) with his legs you know like he had the the widest circumference (laughs) thighs in the business you know um and then we did this i did this whole stint where i created a tag team partner gary coleman uh 
and we were the midgets of misery or mom mm. and uh, was so yeah good. it was definitely kind of kind of fun it was definitely fun i'll see if i can dig up a, a, an old story if i can i'll put it up on the uh the um the website you could take a peek on it in the in the notes i dig that dude that'd be cool just a little taste it was it was definitely i'm i, I mean now this was so long ago if i if i post it uh, it'll just be as is so please don't judge <laughs> dude, you never dude. judge on an rp Right. Dude, I just, just, just let you do you. Ten year old goddamn music video for you. Oh like, yeah. Like, oh yeah. That's right. So so. I'm seventeen year old chronic. Patreon.com/slash/hardcorecasuals. Yeah, hardcorecasuals.com. <laughs> we're going. Uh, we're gonna have the the notes. Chronic gave us this video of um, it was ten years ago. It was a basically baby Chronic in his band. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, that was like my first like actual band. I was just out of high school. Like we like literally I played with them like a couple months before I graduated is when I joined the band. And literally that was that show was probably six months into us being a band. And was was that your first you go show as a band as well as your first show with the band um as as a, as a show that that wasn't in a basement yes like officially like that was the first big official show i played with right. that band on a stage yeah on a stage at the what? trocadero theater that's wild dude that's so cool that's so cool that you you had it videotaped and everything it's really uh it's it was really actually nice. um our drummer's dad knew a camera guy from that did like news reports. I don't know what channel he did it for, but he paid him two hundred bucks to come to grab like some good equipment and come film us for that show because it was our first bigger show. And then well, my drummer took the footage and it made the little opening cutscene for that video. Yeah, it's really good. I don't know if you got a chance to look at it, Ty, but it's it's definitely fun. I could imagine. I didn't have time before the recording, but I'm definitely gonna watch it after we're done. Yeah, it's it's, sure, it's nice. Bro. It's nice. It's uh, I could only imagine what it is to look back and be like, oh yeah, I remember remember that. That was really cool. I look at it, I can't like I can't believe that was fucking ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> All right, so I know like uh, I don't I don't stream full time because I I, I work. Uh, but chronic, I don't know. Like, are you, do you consider yourself a full-time streamer? What do you do when you're not in front of the camera? Well, actually I wish I was a full-time streamer. What I do during for a day job is I do aerospace machining. Jeez, dude. Making airplanes. That's sick. Well, I make parts for mostly helicopters now, but at the, the last place I worked, I made parts for a lot of GPS satellites. That's so cool. So where did that start? I was a cook at ShopRite and... It's really a trade that's not well advertised anymore because a lot of schools got rid of their vocational programs. Right. So not not a lot of schools teach metalworking anymore. Like I only know of one in my area, and I never had it before. But my dad is in the trade, and he he said one day that they're looking to train a, an apprentice to you know continue it on. Would you be interested? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? It's like the first actual like real like full-time job i was ever offered so i was like yeah sure and i got to work with my dad which was actually a lot of fun i got pretty close to my dad working with him for like seven years well that's really cool yeah definitely awesome man i mean i uh i was blessed enough to do metal shop when i was in high school but our metal shop was not i'm going to use the word respectable it was not respectable uh, because the teacher that was in charge of metal shop was a crack and the majority of the students that took that class knew that going in and took advantage of it. And so it ended up being like an entire year's worth of absolute shenanigans. And to a degree, some of the kids in this class were like committing serious acts of vandalism no. because of this class. And so what they would do is they would weld like two pieces of metal together. And of course, welded metal is extraordinarily hot. Oh, and yeah, so they'd take, saying. yeah. And so they'd take this hot piece of metal 
and they would just start dropping it on stuff in class, whether it be the tables or the plastic chairs oh, or or whatever, just to see what would happen. You know, exactly what you would think a couple, you know, a bunch of sophomore and junior high school boys would do <laughs> with recently welded metal. And so uh I was I was definitely like the goody two shoes in high school. Like I didn't want to ever touch anything that was bad. And so I went home like after this stuff started getting kind of out of hand, which was after after about a quarter, by the end of the first quarter, it was getting pretty serious. And so I was like, I mean, you know, mom, you wouldn't believe what we what happened at Metal Shop today. And because I thought it was hilarious at the time. And she's like, kids are doing what? And so like the next <laughs> oh, day, no. keep in mind, she was a teacher at the school too. So the next day, I literally the, I get pulled out of the class the next day and get put as a teacher's assistant in a different class during that period. I was out. Oh, and man. Uh, by the end of the semester, so 10 weeks later, the class was shut down and Metal Shop has never returned to that particular high school. Oh, I, that's I believe a shame. it. I think uh I think it's a shame we're losing we're losing uh things in schools. We're we're losing a lot of music programs and arts programs. We're losing a oh, lot of yeah. vocational programs. And like Chronic it's, said, man, the trades are are dying. Which is ridiculous because we need them now more than ever due to infrastructure demands. But you I'm, know, things I like mean, metal workers, things like electricians and, and construction workers. Those like, are all are in, high in, demand jobs that are becoming important. extremely well paid. Yeah. And at the same time, you get to high school and the idea, like, I want to be a craftsman is, like, extremely frowned upon. Oh, oh you got to go to college. Wah, yep. wah, wah. That's exactly it. Uh, you must go into $60,000 so of debt. In their kids' heads, like, all they're being told all throughout their life growing up is you're going to go to college, you're going to go to college, you're going to go to college. And just college isn't for everyone. It's not, nothing against people that go to college. They People go to college and get a lot of successful careers. Mm -hmm. It happens, but you don't have to go to college yeah there's there's so many i do recommend options. giving it a shot but there are trades out there that are desperate for workers like when i got my job that i have now the guy that i the, the first thing the guy said to me was like you're the youngest guy i've seen do this in 15 years like mm -hmm. and that just says something about you know how the trade is like there's the whole workforce is in like like i'm gonna say like 45 to and up like that's literally the 15 year difference virtually with me. Yeah. So well, that also goes point, to say that the demand of those types of jobs is about to go through the roof. Yep. Cause they're all going to be retiring. Hmm. hmm. Well, mm -hmm. Uh, streaming yeah, doesn't, uh, streaming doesn't work out. Yeah. Got to learn how to weld. <laughs> um, so, 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 uh, how did you actually get? I know we talked about this before, Chronic. How did you go ahead and, and become uh, a streamer? Like, what was how, what was that transition? You were you're into music. I know you like the stage. Uh you're you you find your way as a musician welder. How does streaming fit into it? I, I actually don't know how to weld, but okay. <laughs> we're just, <laughs> assuming, we're just throwing we're that assuming. out. Metal worker. That's all right. Um, but what the first stream I've ever watched was I'm a cutie pie on Twitch, and he's a league, he's a former League of Legends pro, and now he just streams League of Legends all day on Twitch, and it was really the first stream I ever watched, and it was because my buddy Lou showed me it because we were, you know, getting into League of Legends and we were like playing it, and we saw this guy and knew how good he was. So like that was my first introduction to streaming itself, other than trying to watch stuff on Justin.tv and trying to find like 24-hour loops of Family Guy or Simpsons back when back before Twitch was Twitch. Okay. Uh, and that's pretty much my introduction to streaming, and pretty much like I would watch streams at that from that point on. Like I would, I got really into watching Friday the Thirteenth streams they came out. There was this guy I always watched, uh, Eddie Monster, on Twitch. Uh, I, I loved watching him play uh, the Jason character because he always used a voice changer. Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. Like I, I just enjoyed that content. And eventually, I just kind of they I saw that uh, the Xbox had the ability to stream, so I was like, you know what? Why not? It could be something one day. And at this point, I wasn't playing in bands anymore. I decided to 
hang up the strings and focused on doing adult things. So I wasn't playing music anymore. So I figured, you know, I still loved being on stage and entertaining people. So that's why I started to begin with. That's awesome, dude. Okay. So you, uh, realized that you could stream from your Xbox, you know what you wanted to start doing it. Uh, when did you think like, when did you, when did your mind shift from like, Oh, I'm going to try this out to like, Oh, now I'm pushing for partner. And now I'm doing like really cool stuff. Like guide us through that journey because we all know that there's a huge difference between first hitting that broadcast button for the first time. And then now you're doing it as part of your daily routine. I want to say probably after the first few months on it, because me and my bud Philly, we started at the same day. Like we started July uh, 4th of 2017, I want to say. Okay. Because I got my, I celebrated my mixerversary this past July. And I was partnered by my birthday on August 6th is when I got my email confirming that I was partnered. That That's was perfect, a really man. awesome, but probably like the first couple of months into it, um, what really made me like made it stick was all the cool people that I was meeting and playing games with. Cause you always grew up and you have like your core squad of like friends you gamed with mm-hmm. and slowly you'll meet people online that are, might be cool. You'll that'll, you'll play games with occasionally, but like, when you when I first started streaming is like when I first like really started playing with different people consistently and people that would just come into channels. I mean, granted, it was probably just to play with somebody that other people that were looking to play games, but that was me slowly building like a community right there from the start. Like some of those people are still around today that still hang around on my streams and they've been like my uh my one buddy Hordick. He's I think he has followed me literally since day one. Or like a month into it. What a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like constantly still there to this day. And That's so cool. Slowly... It's awesome having those viewers that stick around. It really is. Yeah, I've got, there's still, there's still a few of them around from the old days. It's cool having them. And you can kind of not only watch yourself grow, but see them grow kind of along with you. And uh, a lot of times, if you have viewers that are there from the beginning, at some point, a lot of them want to try streaming out for themselves. And so you can kind of help them on their journey as well. So it's very cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say, it's like most of the, uh, not most, but there's a fair chunk of people like from the old days that are now like on the Hardcore Casuals stream team. So, <laughs> right. So, so yeah. I'm one of those people. You, so yeah. Remember- seeing you and buddha doing friday the 13th as i was getting into work in the morning that is uh i, I mean those i mean I, I really we had we didn't do that many uh super late night streams you did a couple like I, I remember did. for a good couple of days straight there you were right there like for like a week i want to say buddha because i was staying up super late the thing is with buddha uh for those of you who don't know is buddha will is essentially a vampire. He he starts streaming Basically, at yeah. four in the morning, my time, and and it's his time too. Like we are both Eastern Eastern Standard Time, and America. that's at the end of his day. That's the end of his day, right? Like he's that's him coming home from work after dinner and chilling out a bit, and then playing a couple hours. You know, so like he gets home from work between two and three in the morning. Which is crazy. So, 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 uh, yeah, staying up late, playing was a lot of fun. And then we met Chronic, we met Philly, and uh, and a few others. But it was a really good time. And I'm so happy that you you popped in to uh, to that stream. Dude, the next two of us, man. <laughs> and then the rest, the rest was history. Yeah. Then a lot of laughs happened. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess I mean it's, it's so cool. Like so, it's. I just want to say, like, it's definitely cool that we have viewers that started with us in the beginning. You started as as people who just wanted to be a part of the community, and you hung out, and you got to know members of the Hardcore Casuals, right, between Manny and Buddha and Panda and Almond and all the rest. Uh, and you stuck it out, and you worked your butt off uh, for your own channel, for you, yourself, and, and building your own community to the point where you were able to kind of fulfill what the Hardcore Casuals is looking for and are now able to represent the team with that flag uh, and it's really cool that you can carry that for yourself and for other people that may want to join the hardcore casuals now through the chronic crusader channel. So that's awesome, dude. I'm really happy to have you here. Happy to be here, man. 
Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That was a perfect uh, closing segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chronic, yeah. do me a favor. Let um, what? Where could people find you? They can find me on Twitter. Uh, same as my mixer name, Chronic Crusader. They can find me on Facebook, which uh, I believe the Facebook name is Chronic Asgardian. Uh, they can find me on my Discord. Uh, they can do a Discord links uh, .me slash Chronic Crusader. That's also they can do a link right to that. And uh, probably the you know the easiest place of all is Mixer.com. Right, of course. Um, do me a favor. Send me uh send me a document with all your links. So what we're what we're gonna do is we're gonna put all all the places where you can find Chronic Crusader, <clears throat> excuse me, on the website thehardcorecasuals.com, and uh, you will be able to uh, to find them, link up with them, chit chat with them. Of course, there's always the Discord, thehardcorecasuals.com/slash/discord. Uh, stop, hang in there. You can meet Chronic and the rest of the Hardcore Casuals uh, stream team, an amazing group of people. And uh, and yeah, and yeah, um, you know, I guess I guess that's that's a wrap. Well, that's a lovely little sit down. I'd like to do more of these um, with you I agree. and with these the are rest fun of and easy peasy. Yeah, yeah, just like little little sit downs, little convos, uh, and we get to to learn a little bit more from the team i think it would be great for sure so yeah chronic thank you so forward. much Ty, we got more on the so way much. yeah more on the way hey, oh Ty. baby uh and i uh, i guess that's it i guess that's a wrap ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for hanging out we really do appreciate you have a wonderful rest of the week uh and uh and yeah have a happy holidays peace see you take it easy everyone happy holidays